Welcome to my Love Life Podcast, episode number 190, Mind Reading and Fortune Telling. It's January 20th, 2024. I'm your host, Lisa A. Lundy, author, blogger, YouTuber, motivational speaker, and more. I am also a member of the Newsweek Expert Forum. What I do is I help people be happy, healthy, and well-loved, even when life is extremely difficult. As my disclaimer, this podcast does not constitute medical or therapy advice in any capacity. There is no longer any music for my podcast intros or outros as I am working to include people who are deaf or hard of hearing or have hearing loss. I invite you to join the movement and get other podcasters and people who have social media platforms to ditch the music when combined with voice. That would be inclusive. End of the intro without music. Mind reading and fortune telling. I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. You may or may not have, a, have an idea. Before I begin, visit my website, enter my giveaway. I do have transcripts on rss.com. They are problematic in the format they are currently in. I'm working to, to fix that. As my disclaimer, as mentioned in the intro, nothing I say in any of my content in any format is designed to be medical or therapy advice. If you are listening to this podcast and you are feeling suicidal, my request is you call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or call or text 988. There is help available, so take the help mind reading and fortune telling <laughs> you should be thinking about where is she going with this where are we going with this and it might not be where you think i don't know what you're thinking so starting out with some definitions mind reading as a noun is the faculty of discerning another's thoughts through extrasensory means of communication and telepathy that's not what i'm talking about that's the definition for mind reading i'll explain what i'm talking about shortly Fortune teller as a noun is one who professes to predict the future, one who re reveals the future events in the life of another. I'm not talking about that. E I'm not talking about that either. So what am I talking about in mind reading? So I am not talking about mind reading where you can literally read someone else's mind. I am not a mind reader. I don't know anyone who is a mind reader. You might perhaps have some skills in that area. This is not the distinction I'm talking about. What I do in life is I pay attention, I'm awake and aware, and I, I listen to what's being said, what's not being said, as well as the emotions or affect, and then I can bring some ability to put myself in someone else's position or state and have some conjecture or a hypothesis about what might potentially be going on. That is not mind reading. That's using clues and signals and emotions and stitching it all together. What I'm talking about in mind reading in this podcast will probably make sense to you if I give you an illustration. So here we go. Let's say, for example, you are messaging with someone. This could be your spouse, significant other, coworker, boss, family, parent, friend, child, somebody. 
they in this exchange it could be a verbal exchange it could be an email could be text whatever they specifically do not ask you to take some action they are specifically not asking you to do anything then however they get upset or huffy that you didn't do something and you're left scratching your head going hmm then they might even say to you verbally in an email or in a text or exchange gee whiz all i wanted you to do was x y or z like geez and after pausing and reviewing the email or the text messages or the conversation in your head you simply cannot find one whiff or even a hint that they were asking you to take some action to do something it's completely absent there was no request there was no ask there was no would you could you will you do you nothing that's absent except that in their mind they would they expect you to read their mind and they expect you to know like this is completely missing from what was communicated yet you are expected to be the mind reader you're expected to read their minds and know what wasn't said what wasn't asked this happens all over in life people it might not happen to you but i will assert this happens frequently now they might not have been paying attention to the conversation or the email or the text or what have you they might not recognize that they did not specifically ask you to do something or ask you not to do something they might lack self-awareness they might lack communication skills who knows but the mind reading i'm talking about is a request or for action or something or or an action don't do this that is not communicated and then there is an upset as if you were expected to know like i expected you to know that that meant take out the garbage i expected you to know that meant we're not having the team meeting today like people do this on a regular basis and you might not catch it if you're not paying close attention or you're not self-aware or you're not fully present or fully engaged it might just gloss over you you might not even realize that they didn't ask you. you there's all kinds of ways this could go if you are not paying close attention and you know you might get blamed for something so when i'm talking about mind reading i'm not talking about you reading someone else's mind if you can do that more power to you <laughs> i don't know anybody who can do that but maybe you can so good for you that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about the things that are not communicated to you yet you were expected to somehow magically figure out or magically know so that's what i'm talking about mind reading now fortune telling fortune telling can be something that you do you do to yourself it can be something that you do to other people it can be something that other people do to you it can be done in a positive way it can be done in a negative way or both it can be helpful to you as a person committed to you having your own beautiful life to be awake and aware if you do this to yourself it could potentially be very helpful to you you being committed to your own amazing life 
to know about this in case other people do it to you. When I'm talking about fortune telling, I'm talking about the instance when either you or someone else is predicting your future, which could be projection, it could be just wild speculation, it could just be negative thinking, but you or someone else, you or someone else is predicting your future. Now, projection is extremely helpful as a psychology concept to understand because this would impact you. If someone is fortune telling your future and they're doing projection, that would be really valuable to know, in my opinion. I do have a whole podcast about projection because projection is just a very basic psychology concept that's extremely helpful, wildly helpful. So what does fortune telling look like in real life? Well, let's say you are experiencing a difficult life challenge of, of some kind or any variety, but you're going through something hard. Someone then says to you, knowing your situation, knowing the boat that you're in and the problems you're facing, this is what they say to you. Oh, well, you're gonna hit rock bottom and you're not gonna be able to get up and function. That'll be the end of you. That's what they say to you. That is fortune telling. So you might go, what the what? Like, would someone really say that? Yes, people say that all the time. And if they don't say it to you, they're saving it all for me because people say that stuff to me. And literally, that was literally said to me years ago. And did that happen to me? No, no. And you know how to be functional and you know how you have mental and emotional health. Like it's really impossible to take you out. But the power of fortune telling as a concept is recognizing if you're doing it to yourself, either in a positive way or a negative way, or someone else is doing it to you. Once you have that awareness you know, in the mix, you can start to sort it out and deal with it in an appropriate way. If you are doing it to yourself, you might be saying to yourself, oh, I can't do this, oh, I can't do that, oh, I'll never do that, or oh, they'll never forgive me, or oh, they don't like me, you know, like it's hard to say. I would suggest most people who are doing fortune telling on themselves are probably not doing it in a positive way. I, I, however, do everything in a positive way because <laughs> that's what I do in life. But So now you have the basic idea of mind reading and fortune telling. So what does psychology say about mind reading and fortune telling? Well, I thought it would be interesting to check that out, so I did. So these two concepts, mind reading and fortune telling, have something in common. So mind reading in psychology can be or is one form of a cognitive distortion that describes inaccurate mind perception and is a form of arbitrary interpretation. That's from Beck, 1963. Quote, forming an interpretation of a situation, event, or experience when there is no factual basis to support the conclusion or when the conclusion is contrary to the evidence, end quote. So mind reading then from the psychology research is a form of, of a cognitive distortion that's a form of jumping to conclusions. So the actual cognitive distortion falls in the form of jumping to conclusions. Fortune telling can or is also a cognitive distortion. 
This is where people predict that certain things are likely to happen without considering other more likely outcomes. Also from Beck, but that's 1995. Fortune telling is also identified as a form of jumping to conclusions. So here we have mind reading and fortune telling, both of them cognitive distortions, and both of them are forms of jumping to conclusions. I'm going to give you just another snippet of research before I move on. So from the research, fortune telling is associated with a wide range of difficulties in life, including acute stress, addictions, anxiety, depression, emotionally unstable personality disorder, disorder low self-esteem, phobias, PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder, relationship difficulties, and being suicidal. Mind reading, on the other hand, according to the research, is associated with anxiety, body dysmorphia, borderline personality disorder, depression, delusions, relationship problems, social anxiety, and suicidal behaviors. So there's an overlap of four associations. Now this is, this is outcomes or behaviors or end results that could be, it's not always, it could be, and, and from the research is associated with mind reading or fortune telling. So the four ones that match up for these two different uh, concepts, anxiety, depression, relationship difficulties, and being suicidal. So jumping to conclusions is a cognitive distortion and now we have two specific ones of this cognitive distortion so how are you how are you feeling like make a note right now of your emotional state you know if you adopt in your mind a mindset of growth a mindset where you are going to learn and grow in life then you would be saying to yourself, oh my, I this has a familiar ring to it. Mm, I might have this cognitive distortion. This is a wonderful opportunity for me to learn and grow. That's a, that's a growth mindset reaction. If you're sad about it, deal with your emotions. If you're angry about it, deal with your emotions. You always have to come back to center and deal with your emotions. But in a growth mindset, growth and development, which is my thing, that's what we do here, you would be like, wow, this is a wonderful opportunity. Like last year I learned that I run away from love and I have run away from love on more than one occasion. And that's not funny. I'm laughing about it, it's not funny. I'm not proud of it. But what a great opportunity because now moving forward, I don't have to do that. And I could say to a very nice man when God sends them to me, hey, I have this little history of being guarded and running away from love, so I need you to handle me with kid gloves. I need you to be really gentle <laughs> and know that about me. Like you could have any issue or problem be this wonderful, amazing opportunity because then you don't have to have the problem. So cognitive distortions, if you're new, if you're new to this podcast, you haven't heard me talk about rational thinking and cognitive distortions, let me just say this. You can absolutely move away from a cognitive distortion, which is also called irrational thinking, through intentional actions 
taken over time. There are many, many different forms of cognitive distortions or irrational thinking. I haven't found agreement as to how many I've seen. I have a podcast that's titled Cognitive Distortions. That podcast will really help you get started. I think I might mention somewhere over 15 or 16 different cognitive distortions in that podcast. I have seen outrageous lists. So I don't think we have agreement about how many there are or which ones they are. But certainly jumping to conclusions is a rock solid cognitive distortion. And now we have two versions, mind reading and fortune telling. So if you have fortune telling or if people do that to you or you or you do the mind reading where you really don't actually make requests. I mean, this just this happens to me. So it has to happen to you because I, I have regular people like you have regular people. And, and I went, oh, I, I missed the request. Where in this thread, where in this conversation, where did you tell me you wanted me to do that? And they were like, oh, never mind. And then they came back and went, you know what? I never did tell you to do that. I'm like, no, you didn't. So here are some suggestions if you mind reader fortune tell. I'm really talking about you doing this because if someone does it to you, you can then, using these skills, formulate a proper response, which may be nothing. Like you may you may come back to them and say, well, what's your evidence that you said that? Like, or, you know, like you'll have to figure that out. And, and it can be dependent upon your relationship with them. Because there are certain relationships where you might walk on eggshells because you haven't arrived at having peace in your life and we all know that there are certain people that are kind of like the eggshell people that you have to work around to you know step over their brittleness um i don't do that anymore by the way i've got peace so i don't do that anymore but i've done that i've done that for a long time um so how you handled if someone is mind reading to you and doesn't actually make their request you know You'll, you'll decide that. Or if they're predicting a horrible future for you. I mean, I, I, I've said to people like, wow, like, yeah, that's never going to happen and leave it at that. And sometimes I don't even say anything. So if you, this is now for you, if you do this, mind reading or fortune telling, number one, learn emotional processing skills. As I described in my workbook, which is free, no registration, registration required. You just go to my website and download it. And I say my workbook because what's on the web is physical actions. What I am addressing in my workbook is the emotional processing that happens in your mind. According to the research, if you're not processing your emotions in your mind, that's where they're going to stay and they're going to lay in wait for you. So the number one suggestion is learn emotional skills and abilities. Why? Because what did we hear on the list from the research? Anxiety, depression, relationship issues are known to be associated with mind reading or fortune telling as is suicidal behavior or thoughts. Those are four concerns that you could start to bring down and, and dampen by building your emotional skills. Rational thinking is in my emotional processing workbook because in my humble opinion, based on all of the research, all of the research, it's critical. It's required. Because if you don't have rational thinking, your thinking is flawed. It's warped. 
It's distorted. It's inaccurate. That's not good. That's not good for you. That's a, that is a no-go. So learn the skills as I lay them out in the free workbook. Number two, begin to understand the power of your mind. Oh, my heavens, people. It is so unbelievably amazing, the power of your mind. I just did a podcast on the power of your mind by that title, The Power of Your Mind. And this is very significant to you because here's the thing. Most people, because they don't understand the power of their mind, they do not understand the subconscious and unconscious mind. They do not understand how to learn to control their thoughts. All the things I talk about, they have no idea how powerful their mind is. That podcast will help you. Please listen to it, The Power of Your Mind. Number three, learn to control your mind. From all the research, every piece has stated in the appropriate context that you can learn to control your emotions, your thoughts, your thinking, and your mind. So learn to control your mind. We are also not talking about that out in the world, but I do have a podcast by that same title, which should be helpful to you. Number four, be mindful and be present. I do have a podcast on being mindful and being present that will help you, but this is a necessary integral component of emotional abilities and emotional intelligence because you have to be self-aware for emotional intelligence. And you certainly have to be self-aware if you're going to manage and process your emotions and to discover, oh, I think I'm fortune telling on myself, you would also have to have some self-awareness. So self-awareness is beautiful, it's amazing. I think I have a whole podcast on that, but be mindful and be present and my podcast on that will help you as well. Number five, put together a game plan. Like if you don't have mind reading or fortune telling and you go through my emotional workbook, you see the list of other cognitive distortions, you might think, oh, I don't do mind reading or fortune telling, but I'm an all or, all or nothing, black or white thinking cognitive distortion. Or, oh, I'm a magical thinking. Or, oh, I'm an emotional reasoner. Like, if you figure that out, then make a game plan. Because you are not stuck with anything in life about yourself. So we know from the science of neuroplasticity of the brain, you can change your personality, you can change traits about yourself, you can change the way you think, you can change the way you do life with the proper stimuli or intentional actions over time you can create new neuronal pathways and rewire or reprogram your brain. I have a podcast on neuroplasticity and psychoneuroimmunology. There are entire books written and dedicated to the science of rewiring or reprogramming your brain. So get together a game plan. If you have this cognitive distortion or a different one, deal with it. Just deal with your problems, people. Number six, love and affection. It could be romantic, it could be platonic, it could be both. Either way, I have no skin in the game about what type of love and affection you have in your life. My request is that you have love and affection in your life to the maximum, to the most you can handle. And for some of you, this is your issue. You can't handle love. You can't let people love you. If that's the case, I have lots of podcasts on love that will help you grow the area so you can have either platonic love and affection, romantic, or both, but love is important. Number seven, 
create your beautiful future. For some of you listening to this podcast right now, I understand your life is too hard. Your life is so hard, you can barely get through the day. You just are living for the weekends or you're living for your days off. I understand. I really do. I've coached people forever, so I do understand how it is for people. This may be too hard for you then. You might not be able to create your beautiful life right now, but you can get to work on growing your emotional skills and abilities, which is probably showstopper number one, and then later come back and start to create your dream life. If life is okay for you and life is not so painful and hard that you can get working on your dream life, then get working on your dream life. But make it be amazing. Think big, dream big. Like I'm going for the whole enchilada people. Great man to play with and laugh with. Somebody who will like my cooking, which is my cooking's pretty good. Uh, you know, like really have this amazing relationship and I'm clearly doing what I love with my podcast. That's going to continue. Like I have this all, I'm working on my future people. Why don't you join me? Work on your future and make it amazing. All right. Number, number eight. Oh, this, (laughs) this is one of my favorites. I know I have so many favorites. Be playful and have fun. Oh my gosh. Life is hard. Bring play, bring fun into every corner that you can. I have a whole podcast about that. Because some of you think, if I'm at work, I can't be playful and fun. So listen to that podcast because I was executive director of a very big deal organization of professionals. And I brought play and fun to that job because that's who I am. That is part of who I am. And they loved it. Well, they took a, they were a little standoffish at first. They had to, they had to get to know me a little. Then they were like, oh man, this is pretty cool. So be playful and fun. Now, to be playful and fun in this category, what are we talking about in this podcast? We're talking about mind reading and fortune telling. So you could, this is just a little thought. You could, let's say you, you're a fortune teller, or let's say you're mind reader, but you could in the process of catching yourself because if you do this you have to become awake and aware self-aware and catch yourself doing it to move away from it but you could if you caught yourself if this applies to you then say wait oh wait i'm being zoltar like zoltar from the movie big and well it's like zoltar and all those little machines and all the amusement parks but you could you could have a little fun calling yourself zoltar if you if you do the fortune telling uh, you, you can bring play and fun to it. Listen, I promise you, play and fun is, is good, and you can you can bring it to most things. Not everything, but number nine, self-care, self-compassion, and self-love. Yes, do that, people. Like, some of you are literally Sid Vicious to yourselves, and it's painful to watch. People don't like that. That's not an attractive trait. I hate to break it to you. So get on the road to starting to like yourself. Start with that. And all of my podcasts will help you. I have one on self-care and self-compassion and loving yourself. Get on that, people. My commitment to you is that you have a life where you're happy, you're healthy, and you are well-loved. That's my end game for you. What is your end game for yourself? I don't know. What's your end game for your children or, you know, the people you care about? What, what are you doing with your life? I have no idea what you're doing. I only know what I'm doing with my life and what I would love for you to have. So I hope this has been helpful because 
mind reading and fortune telling probably not something you want to keep going on although you can i do love you that's it for now here's my non-musical outro i'm lisa lundy saying thank you for listening to my love life podcast episode number 190 mind reading and fortune telling I certainly hope that you are going to get into action if you do mind reading or fortune telling and work on having a beautiful and amazing life for yourself. Please also share this podcast on social media and with people, especially if you know that they do the mind reading or fortune telling thing. I do love you. I hope life is going well for you. That's it for now.